please welcome to the show. She is a WWE Hall of Famer. She has a record seven women's championships. And she is the 2016 recipient of the Iron Mike Mazurki Award from the Cauliflower Alley Club. Please welcome to the show, Trish Stratus. Hello. <laughs> I was like, who is it? Who is it? Oh, shoot. Hello? <laughs> You're like, oh, man, what a great guest. Can't wait to find out who it is. That's an awesome show. <laughs> so I'm the second mic? You are the second mic, yes. I'm sorry, Todd. Uh, that's okay. I'm, I'm, we I don't know even know place. each other, and I'm bumping you already, huh? <laughs> that's okay. If I could be bumping you somebody. You thought you could get in there. The- <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> no, see, he's been plotting this all along. He's the one who caused all of the technical issues for Tom, hoping this would promote him. And no, we have to keep him firmly in his place. (laughs) But, you know, I feel pretty... Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, how's it going, guys? It it is great. And uh, I I feel pretty confident in having you as co-host because uh, you and I chatted for a few minutes, just a few minutes ago. And... uh, and as, as we found out via phone numbers and area codes, that I am also a Toronto girl. Yes. Well, I mean, you mentioned that the podcast is coming from the center, uh, with the best podcast in the galaxy. Yes. So obviously it's coming from the center of the universe, which is Toronto. Which so is Toronto. that's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And uh, <laughs> I remember back in the day being a very big fan of another radio show. I used to listen faithfully every Sunday night at 11 o'clock, to The Law, live audio wrestling, yep. with with Jeff Merrick, Big Daddy Donnie Abreu, and a new girl on the scene, Trish Stratus. <laughs> that is so crazy. That was, God, how long ago? That was like, I don't, like, I don't want to mention but, years, because I'm going to feel, yeah, feel bad about myself. A long time ago. Like, uh, yeah, it's kind of, uh, yeah, that was a long time ago. I mean, isn't that amazing? I mean, that show was like, so... I know I knew those guys and it was just like I'll never forget the day they were like well why don't you because this was the point when in, in my little like I was a fitness model at the time and you know I've been on off the record a couple times um as a guest and they, they knew as a fan of wrestling and it wasn't do you remember that show and I, I, it's funny because I guess I guess I gotta like in in the U.S. I probably don't know it but like you know off the record was like the sports yeah. show that I was on and so to give your listeners some background is if you haven't seen it in 50 zillion interviews that I've stated this on. Um, but I mean, it was kind of a cool moment because it was, the, you know, this off the record show was a, a magazine format show for sports celebrities and they'd come on and talk about issues. And I was a go-to guest because as you know, probably in this industry, Wiggy, that a female in, you know, that knows wrestling or sports is not as, as common, no, <laughs> you know, right. so it's and kind of a neat very novelty. much in demand. <laughs> yes, exactly. Right. And so, you know, I was their go-to guest to like be on the show. I was like, Oh, they need, they need, a you know pretty girl on the show okay i'll do it but she can also speak cool i got it um and then wrestling um so raw was going to be a huge announcement as as they always do there's you know big press conferences and so wwe did a big press conference saying that they would now be on prime time on our sports network here in toronto air in canada and before that there was a so there's a press conference announcing that then they had a panel a live show of off the record and they asked me to be on that show because it was a wrestling related show obviously so all the fans were there and I was there and I was, you know, and they, they, and I'll never forget because if I watch back the video, I look like such a dork, but they go, they go, who is the best female in wrestling today? So the crowd starts going, you, Trish, you, and I'm, 
you just see my face. Like I'm so like, in, basically what I'm saying is, Oh my God, they're seeing me. Cause I was 23 or something. So <laughs> that's how I said it. And, uh, I was, and I was like, and I was so flustered. I go, uh, me, I'm not in wrestling. Um, Sable, and I had to like say it. But it was like, I was so like, oh my God, they're talking about me. That's so cool. But like, it has nothing to do with me. I'm not in wrestling. But as a mark, it was like the coolest moment. So that night I went to the show. I got to, you know, I had my little 316 Stone Cold Steve Austin shirt and, uh, you know, attended the show as a fan. And um, the answer come up to me and going, when are you starting wrestling? And I was like, oh, no, that's, that's crazy. But they had all seen me. And then this internet rumor started saying that, you know, Trish Stratus was spotted on the show and Vince McMahon has signed her to a contract. Of course, me in that same voice was like, oh, my God, what? What are they talking about? <laughs> <laughs> and I get no, you know, there's no call, though. There's nothing. <laughs> so during this time, I'm getting all these interview requests and, you know, I'm just this, I'm just this fitness model who's been on several covers, um, but nothing to do with the wrestling industry. Um, and then I get this call to be on the loan. They're like, we'd love for you to talk about, you know, this new WWE thing. I said, oh, well, it's, it's not true. This only thing. So can I still come on the show though? <laughs> and they're like, of course, that's so awesome. You know, so I came on the show and we talked about how the rumor, it was just a rumor. And then it was just awesome. I was like, you know, just shooting, shooting. Can we say that oh, word yeah, on you can the say. podcast? Shooting the shit. You okay. can say whatever. Shooting the shit. Okay. Yeah, the Hall of Famer still can't say things like that on TV or radio, though. That's just <laughs> um, a travesty. Podcast rules are different, I know. Oh, um, wild west, I guess. Plus, you're Canadian. <laughs> you can do no wrong. You're okay. We're good. <laughs> so anyway, we were shooting the shit about wrestling all night. And like you said, it started, what, at midnight when the show started at? It, it started at midnight, and uh, and there was midnight or 11. It used to go oh. from either like 12 to 2 or 11 to 1. Yeah, it was super late because I remember I doing that show and I remember like doing it that, that evening and then they said, wow, they got a really good response. Hey, would you like to like come co-host it with us? I'm like, oh my God, sure. So I, of course I, you know, it was a dream job. I thought that'd be so cool. I say job, <laughs> there was no payment, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> a dream uh, gig, I don't even know. Sure. But um, the fact I could kind of relate to fans and talk wrestling and it was just, you know, and then of course, you know, uh, oh, I know, you know what, it was after 11 because you would, you would have to watch the pay-per-view. So pay-per-view yeah. would be done. And then, oh, no, there'd be, have to be driving time. So I would think it might be midnight, actually. Maybe it was. It was It was just a crazy time. It was a really, like, you, like, literally, like, I was, you know, at this radio station until 2 in the morning doing, again, not getting paid, but, you know, <laughs> staying up late. And, you know, my, I remember my mother-in-law being like, because we'd be, we used to go for dinners at my mother-in-law's house on Sundays. And she'd be I'm like, well, I got to go. I got to go watch the pay-per-view. And, and then after, I got to go to work, and which is not really work again. But... <laughs> And yeah, she's like, but why is why so late? What do you got to stay so late for? And I'm like, it's, it's it's wrestling. Just that's why. Okay, bye. Yeah. And that was awesome. So thank you for reminding because that was awesome. Those guys were they they believed in me. They thought it'd be cool to have me on, and they since my whole career they supported me. And I've tried to give them shout outs whenever I can. But the, to the folks at the law, you know, Donnie. And Dan the Mouse and yeah, and Jeff, oh, how could I have forgotten Dan the Mouse? Yeah, the Mouse, and also waiting who came in like he was. I think he uh, was he. He was in the background before, and then he came to the foreground. I think he's actually hosting the show now. And then there's John Pollock as well. So all these guys are just like amazing guys, and still, you know, I speak to them every once in a while and and do their show whenever. And, and yeah, they're awesome. And so yeah, big part of my start and my exposure to the wrestling world as who the heck is this Trish Stratus girl 
let me have a voice. And yeah, so there you have it. There's my long-winded story. I hope everyone's still awake. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was like the first thing that I immediately thought of when I found out that we were getting this interview. I was like, this is so cool. Because, I mean, I listened to you on there. That was the first I'd heard of you. And, of mm. course, so I was like, when when you did get to WWE, I was like, oh, I know her. You know, right. like, this is... exactly, because you felt like you knew me. And, and wasn't it neat as a chick to, like, see a girl, like, hear a girl, another wrestling fan, right? Because, like, that was a yes. rare thing to find another girl who, like, was like, do you like wrestling too, right? Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, when and you actually... Con- you no. can ch- chime in chime in as well. I know we sound like two chicks just babbling away right now, aren't we? <laughs> he's, he's used to me just kind of taking I, I'm over. Used to her dominating the, the conversation. It's perfectly fine now. No worries. <laughs> and we're also but, Canadian. You know, and yeah. we're also Canadian, yeah, so we've been known to speak really yeah, fast, probably. <laughs> yeah, so this is kind of like having two of me on the show. So he's probably just more scared than anything else right now. <laughs> but you know so, what? So. Well, I just have to say one last thing. And then, then we will let Todd speak. Um, I just, I want to thank you because I do remember listening to you. And uh, when I got into podcasting and um, it was through friend shows and um, it was, I guess, about six years ago now before I got my own shows. And it was the first thing that I thought when um, when I got to be able to be like the third mic and stuff on the show was, oh my God, this is so cool. This is like how Trish started. Wow, that's a cool story. <laughs> and I just like, I always thought about that. And it was like, and it really was like, you were such an inspiration because it really, I mean, and it's so cool to see today how many more real female fans there are. Yeah. You know, who know sure. their, who know their shit. You know, exactly. and it's yeah. like back, back in the day, like, I mean, it was pretty much just you and it's crazy because only six years ago, like I was this, I was quite the anomaly when I was on my friend's show. It was like, wait, there's yeah. a girl. And it's like, what is she going to talk about? <laughs> yeah, like, that's awesome. Well, wow. congratulations to you. Well, it, thank you very much. But yeah. yeah, you were a total inspiration from back in the day when you made you made people realize that girls can know their stuff too. Well, thanks. I feel like that's been like the, the, the theme of my entire career. Like from that point, I mean, even, you know, even to be on that, like I said, on off the record, like on that sports show, I'm like, yes, girls know about sports as well. And, you know, and like, yes, they can speak wrestling and they can also be on a tele on a radio show. And, and then of course, standing in the ring, it's like, no, hold on. We can be athletes too. We can be the pretty stuff if you need us to, but really we're here to be athletes. So uh, yeah, that's been like (laughs) the theme of my career, I think. And now I'm like, mommies can do that too. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) I think as mommies go, you're probably pretty badass one still. I, Oh, I try, but the mumminess does sleep in at times. But yes, I try to maintain my kick ass in me. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great word. <laughs> okay, Todd, you're allowed to speak now. Okay, all right. Thank okay. you very much. <laughs> <laughs> so so coming up in, in a couple of days is um is very big honor for, uh, at the uh, Cauliflower Alley Club. You will be the first ever uh, a woman to receive the Iron Mike Award. Uh, how, how did you, when did you find out about this and, and what were your thoughts about that? Isn't that crazy? Another moment. See, a woman can win this award too. Yep. Of <laughs> the <course>. continues. <laughs> you were, you're kicking um, down doors for the last so many years. 
and uh, it doesn't look years. like it's, it doesn't look like it's stopping. <laughs> well, you know what? I've been just completely blessed with opportunities, been surrounded by supportive people. And like, I always have to say that it goes back to that. Like, is that this cliched or like, you know, uh, sweet as it sounds, it's just, it's so true. Like, I mean, I could have never gotten to where I did without any of the support that I had. Um, and then this, award like even the award i mean and listen ron ron, ron hutchison is my trainer um from toronto and he called me with the news and you know like i, I mean literally like come on like i just i didn't i just didn't believe it i was like I, like it's just it's a very prestigious award and it's just if you look at the past winners you know it's just it's, it'll blow your mind um especially as a wrestling fan so um yeah i was just like i and i was just really um just proud of the club to like look outside the box a little bit, right? I mean, this is yeah. the old boys club and for them to kind of go, yeah, let's do this. And, you know, especially with like, you know, the way Ronda Rousey has, you know, kicked and dominated, just kind of, you know, when we say like kick down doors, but she's dominated and become this, you know, um, just this renowned female, not even female fighter, but just fighter, world-class uh, yeah. champion fighter, you know? Um, and then, you know, like even we see the, I don't know if you guys caught the latest Star Wars trailer that came out, Rogue One. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So oh, it's yeah. like another female lead, you know what I mean? So it's like you're seeing yeah. females everywhere it's becoming accepted. So it's like, you know, for them to do that. And this was, you know, a few months ago for them to kind of be that forward thinking is pretty cool. But I'm completely honored, completely humbled. And, you know, I um, I mean, of course, you always walk away from what you do. And of course, when you're actually doing uh, what you're doing, you, you look at it and you want to leave a legacy and you want to, you're doing it so that people remember you and you want to make a difference, of course. But, you know, Hall of Fame was a reminder for me as well as this, that, um, you know, we, and I say, I can't just say me because, you know, we, the women, we made a difference to the point where like, I feel like it made you sit up and notice. And now you're talking about it, like, you know, a certain amount of years later, (laughs) you know? (laughs) So, um, yeah, just like you little things, like I, you know, I forget like, um, the effect that, um, that we had, like the, the, what the women's division did at the time. And, you know, it's funny, someone had said on Twitter one time, um, that that was the real uh, divas revolution. And I, I laughed only because we don't really like to use the word divas but I get what they were saying like it really was the time where it's like we really had this uproar of women's yeah. wrestling and there was a whole handful of women that wrestled and now we're seeing this too so it's kind of like mm, this is not the first time we've seen this kids okay <laughs> let's just remember you know but anyway so to get this award I mean all that hype and all that you know those moments and those um, first times you know Amy and I first main eventing and just all those wonderful first times um, are what led up to me being recognized to be able to be uh, able to be receiving this award um, super excited I'm really excited just for the evening itself just kind of you know it's it's like Hall of Fame, like you just get to hear the old stories like from what I'm told, you just hear the old timers and then the stories and you know, and, and it's like I've always said it's always nice to be, you know, just like I'm saying that it's always nice to be in a room gathered with some like minded people. And so not everyone in this world likes wrestling like we all do. So it's kinda cool. I'm looking forward to it. Well, it's going to cap off uh what has been a very significant week for women's wrestling. Uh as I'm sure you 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 probably followed WrestleMania was on uh, Sunday mm-hmm. and then with Raw on Monday, uh, they have officially done away to the enormous pleasure of so many people. Um, the word diva and yeah. the, the, I'm just going to say it, the stupid toy looking diva belt. <laughs> and it's, it's back to being the women's division yeah, and the women's championship. Um, what are your thoughts on that? Seeing as how you just said you you never liked the word diva. Yeah, I just I never did. Like I I never called myself that, and 
I mean, I guess, I don't know when it actually started. I mean, it, it did start for sure before they brought the Adidas championship because I remember they were trying to do like there was a clothing line or something with it. And it just felt so like to wear Diva on my shirt. I was like, no, it just, it doesn't feel right. Like it's like, I mean, cause we're trying to prove every night I'm out there that I'm, no, no, no. I'm, a, I'm an athlete. No, no, no. Look at me. I can kick ass. Like, like if the guys are in the ring, please look at me like this. And so to wear that just felt like I was like, you know, contradiction of what I was trying to do out there. So, yeah. um, I never used the term. I, I liked calling myself, you know, and it was funny because the WWE thing is, you know, the, the athletes are called WWE superstars. And I was like, I'd rather be called a WWE superstar than some diva. Like, just like yeah. right away you go some diva. It sounds like, you know, like those old stories of those Hollywood divas that, you know, go all crazy and, and order like champagne and blue smarties and stuff like that. And we don't do that. Exactly. Like it sounds, it sounds like a person you're reading about in the Inquirer. Exactly. I order purple smarties. Okay. I mean, it's a difference. Right. <laughs> no. Um, yeah. So I, I never liked the, the term and I never really uh, hit the fact that I, ne- I didn't. Um, but I mean, look, at the end of the day, I think it's, it's fitting. It's the time. It feels like it was like a reward for what the women have done and for, you know, where we've, where we've come or where we're about to go, I guess you could say. So, so yeah, it's a very exciting time. I'm, I'm, uh, as the match was phenomenal. I mean, oh my God, I, I, Charlotte is just like, she blows my mind that, that moonfall she did was like, what are you kidding me? Like, Ooh, she's yeah. incredible. Um, so just for such a like big girls too, it's like uh, most of us, I used to always say this too, cause people just go, oh, you're so small. I'm like, yeah, most of us were like Jazz, me and Mickey, like we were all short chicks. And I just thought that a short little package, we kind of work better in the ring. I thought that's what works well, but apparently my theory has been proven wrong. Um, you know, the tall package works pretty good as well. So yeah, these girls were great. And I'm just loving that. The, I know the thing I've always said for, you know, many interviews I've said, what was missing was this character development and this, you know, that the, the set move sets that each girl could have and that the fans could know and get familiar with and, and really like an identity. Right. And I feel like these three girls, um, have that right like there's this technicolor thing going on with the different hair colors but it's cool like everyone's got a different look you know what they're doing they have their own gimmicks and and it's cool so I really like what they're doing and uh, it's been a long time uh, coming I think it's been you know slowly building and look I will stop babbling in a second but my, my point is you know I the fact that it's not just out of nowhere it's just like oh these girls are good hey wow let's okay but you know they have been working down um, at the you know NXT and and, and the um performance center for many years right and there's no coincidence you know the fact that these girls and also if you watch like like last monday when um the, the i don't i'm don't i'm sorry i don't even know the guys but the two guys who came out and challenged the dudleys these are nxt guys right and they yeah. look confident they were you know seasoned they know how to wreck the crowd they it was just they were on they were good they were ready to go they were you know whereas in the facts in the day there'd be a new person like oh he's doing good he'll get better when he's out there more like these guys were ready they they've been really trained well and I think that's made a huge difference. These girls, you know, whereas before they would just kind of throw the girls in the ring and they weren't necessarily trained. I mean, you know, it was like, if you went back to the very beginning for me, if you put like six of me in the ring, that's not going to look good at all. In the beginning, I was not good at all. So now you have these girls that are experienced. They have mic time. They've worked matches with each other. They're familiar with each other's moves. They know what crowds do. They know how to react. And it's beautiful. So the timing and what they've done and developed, um, all their talent has been pretty, pretty impeccable. Well, like you said, you you really progressed from the time you debuted. Um, and of, of course, I mean, for anybody who doesn't know, and oh my God, what is wrong with you if you don't know this? <laughs> you, of course, <laughs> you debuted as a valet, as a manager. Um, and it was a while before you got in the ring. And uh, then, of course, you know, like, 
X amount of years later, seven championships later, and you're really um, like, I guess, the measuring stick and the person that uh, everybody sort of looks to and looks back at as started as eye candy and worked her ass off to become an incredible wrestler. Not just incredible woman wrestler, an incredible wrestler. And, you know, you're sort of um, just, you're just the person who is sort of like the inspiration where it's like, this is, this is, this is the epitome of working hard to become much more than you were just hired because you, for your looks and, you know, so many girls now who, or at least, you know, in the last 10 years or so who were hired for their looks and they were expected to become a wrestler later. Uh, you're really like the role model for how to work your ass off and become great. Like, what is, what does that mean to you? Um, I mean, I, I, it's, it's, it's hard to answer that. Yes, I am. <laughs> I don't know what to say. <laughs> um, it's, look, it's, it's, it's amazing to hear that my hard work was recognized. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, I was given tremendous support. I mean, a lot of it, I, you know, I, and I make that joke about a bunch of Trish Radishes in the beginning, like, you know, throw a bunch of those girls in the ring, it would be a really ugly division. Um, you know, um, I really there's a reason why Jackie was inducted into the Hall of Fame. This woman's amazing. And, you know, I always said, I used to feel bad. I'm like, like, I used to say, oh, I feel so bad. Like, she's such a good wrestler. And she's like, I have these shitty matches with me. Like, <laughs> you know? And she was like, that, she was like so professional and just like, that's cool. Hey, let's do our thing, you know? And that's what the office wanted from her. And that's what she did. And she brought me up and, and she whooped my ass. Believe me, she did. <laughs> so she's like, don't worry, I'll get, I'll get mine in there. Um, but, you know, I, if I didn't have a veteran like that who could lead me and give me experience and let me learn the hard way that that's not how you, you know, land a punch, this is how you do it. <laughs> um, I would have never learned as quickly as I did, and you know, and then of course moving on to jazz and Molly Holly, like and, and Ivory, like those those girls there were just integral to my growth. Um, and and then of course you know when I used to developing my character and stuff, you know having to work along my Vince McMahon is completely what accelerated everything. I mean, you know, you, you try working with your boss every day. You're like, you're going to, you're going to do 110 every day, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so that helped. And, um, and yeah, so I, I mean, I worked hard. I wanted it. I, so I had the, look, I had the drive. I, that's what I wanted. I walked, I walked into that company knowing what I was capable in the ring after working with Ron, um, you know, for a few months before I got to the actual call to go up and had these things settled. <laughs> um, <laughs> And, you know, I just, I knew what I wanted. I knew I wanted, I knew I was capable of being in the ring and I was like excited to showcase that, you know, and, and, you know, looking for the moment to finally get the chance to showcase what I could do. Um, but of course, knowing that, I mean, once I get in the ring, it's a totally different game. I've never been in a crowd, uh, in a ring performing in front of a crowd. I've never worked with another wrestler. I've never had these time cues. So it's a completely different thing, right? So to think you could wrestle and have it, oh, I am an amazing wrestler, but you do what you, you know, take that into like a live performance ring and it's a hundred percent different. So that, of course, had to come with I was learning. And there was, you, there was an obvious learning curve happening right in front of your eyes where there was really, like I said, I'm always going to look back. There was really shitty moments and <laughs> stuff. I look back, I'm like, oh, my Lord, change the channel. Let's change this, change this. <laughs> you know? So that didn't make it onto my DVD. You know? Um, but there was this, but the cool thing, I always feel like, because I had those vulnerable moments and because I got to slip, but then, you know, kind of dust myself off and then get back into the game. And um, the fans got to see that and they read it. And it's funny because I actually was reflecting on this the other day that it's funny how, like, if there was no social media, there was nothing like 
telling people like that I was, you know, this newbie trying really hard. Like I would be in the ring from the minute I got to the ring to the building till the show started. Like I, every minute was just train, train, train. And I would just be, you know, exhausted. Um, and I just soaked up as much as I could. And, um, but the fans knew it was, I don't know how they knew. I kind of look back and like, I didn't tweet that. How did they know that? <laughs> you know? So <laughs> it's kind of cool to know that they were with me. And I do feel like I had this connection with them because I kind of, they got to grow with me and they kind of saw me from, you know, coming more well, than under, uh, underdog, I guess, you know, and yeah. to quote another Torontonian like Drake coming from the bottom. <laughs> now we're here. I think I did it right. Is that right? That sounds cool, right? I think, I think so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it was kind of cool. So to, to you know, to look back and, yeah, no, I, I, that I did some good stuff. It's, it's nice. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's so awesome. Like, I mean, you have such a legacy and you're such an example still, you know, like years later. I mean, that's that's just so cool. Yeah, and, it's cool. Thank you. <laughs> Cool. You really are. uh, Um, I was gonna say, like, you know, all great wrestlers have a great rival, and I think you definitely have one of the best rivals in uh, your bestie Lita. Um, Yeah, yeah, and it was great to see her this weekend, really kind of ushering in that new, you know, that that kind of renewed era of women's wrestling um yeah can you just talk a little bit about like you know your ongoing relationship with her and what it was like to be you know to to grow with her over the years um i always say the great thing about us is we you know we had this our our careers we had this parallel that we kind of you know we started around the same time i remember us having we got to an opportunity to chat on the phone together before we both started it was like you know she was telling me how she was training i'm like oh you're no, no, she was on the road already, I think. That's what it was. She was on the road, and she was telling me how they were training during the day with, like, this person, this person. I was like, oh, that's so awesome. Wow. And I wasn't – I was waiting for my visa to be settled um, up here in Toronto. So, um, yeah, it was just, like um, – we were just, we were, we hit it off right away, you know, in the very beginning and, you know, just these total chicks that are wrestling fans. Oh my God, what are we doing? Can you believe this? I can't believe this, you know? And we came in just around the same time. I think just a few months, she, she debuted with Esther Rios. And I remember watching just being like, Oh my God, she's so cool. That's so awesome. Yay. You know, and having this, you know, right away, this like, that's my friend, I know her, you know? Um, and then of course, a few months later then I debuted and, um, you know, just being like the newbies on the road, we definitely were um, were close right away. And then getting to be instant rivals. I mean, we got to, you know, put they put us together like a few months after that. And, of course, then the TNA and the Hardy Boys feud started. And that was, you know, that was just awesome. It was a great way for us to both develop as, as characters. Fans got to know who we are, who we were about, um, you know, allowed me to watch the the action up close and, and just be ready for when the moment came and I'll never forget when the six person tag I was like oh my god I was like so nervous like I'm actually going to do it out there and, and it was cool because working with all the guys I was working with you know Test and Albert um and, and the Hardy Boys they were so helpful like they were like no this is no. They, they were very clear on like this is you got to get a little spot in there let's get something for you like you know let's get the new girl a spot you know and really supportive and cool and so to work with a group like that right off the bat was very helpful um you know and and yeah we were just you know we hit it off right away and then it was just cool because every every time we'd sort of go off on different paths or maybe she got injured you know i think well anyway a few months after or a few years after that she got injured unfortunately she got injured right around the time we just started the women's division like that the whole thing got going you know really started getting ramped up when she yeah. she got injured um and uh yeah but when she came back it was like right away like we just whether we're on 
same side, which a couple of times we were on the same side and we were facing each other. Fans were excited about it. Um, you know, I think fans got super excited to see us teaming up at the, you know, the, t- the couple of times we teamed up and it was like, oh, this is neat. And then Trish and Lita fans finally united because it sort of seems to be like, a, no, she's better, no, she's better, you know. <laughs> Moonfell, satisfaction, you know. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so it's been cool. And then, and then you know, from there, like we, we ended up riding together. The, the, the best times I can remember because you remember she was, you know, she was dating Matt Hardy in the beginning. So um, she would ride with him. So I never, I didn't really have a riding partner back in the day, but then I'll never forget. Like it was, I think we were both knowing we were on our way out. It was like our last run there. We were doing our last run. We knew we were working together. So we, it was just like, we were like, this is like the best time ever. Like to the point where we're like, do we really want to leave? This This is awesome. But then we realized it was so awesome because of this perfect scenario that there was a, there was an end in sight. We were working towards a goal. We were working together. I mean, we were like, oh, my God, we were doing yoga and getting, you know, wheatgrass shots for real. That's where it came from. Like, we would go to Jamba Juice and get our wheatgrass shots and then rush off to the building and then, you know, get. and then because we're so familiar with each other, we almost felt like we didn't have to really, you know, sometimes when you're working with someone, you have to kind of get there early and go through your stuff, you know, and, and Amy and I are like, oh, we got this. Like, we we're so used to each other. Um, yeah, so it was really good. And so that friendship really, we really, really became like really besties, like during that time for sure. And, um, you know, obviously I left and then she left and then we just kept in touch. We'd find opportunities to come and see each other. And, um, you know, whether it was a convention that would bring us in or something. So we would take the chance to come to get to know, uh, come and see each other. Uh, we went to Nicaragua. She's got like a, she's got a house down there. So we kind of went down there together and just like neat things like that. And then, um, when Max was born, it was like, Ron and I, it was like my husband, it was a cool moment for us. We thought we were thinking about the God, Godmother and, and it just thought, you know, this would be a really cool way to kind of make Amy a part of our family. And, you know, she's like, you're in for life, kid. So, <laughs> so she, so she's Max's Godmother and um, yeah, and she's my bestie and uh, she's awesome. That, that right is amazing. <laughs> so there. That is amazing. Well, since you have left wrestling, you have kept yourself extremely busy. And uh, recently, uh, you've kept yourself in back into ass kickery mode. <laughs> as, as you filmed a movie that is going to be released a little later this year. So why don't you tell us a bit about Gridlocks? Sure. Um, yes, it's funny. The I've done two movies in my life, and I in both of them I do I return to kickassery because that's what I do best. <laughs> um, yeah, Bounty Hunters came out in 2011. That was my first one, and I played a bounty hunter who kicked butt. Um, and so that wasn't a real stretch. <laughs> and then, yeah, this was like kind of cool because I when I did that movie, I was like, oh, are we gonna get into acting? And I just really wasn't um, actively searching to be in acting. I guess I just you know, like I wasn't going to acting lessons or, you know, I was, that's not what my career path was, what was, I was still dabbling in TV work here and there, but I was really trying to focus on work, you know, building my brand stratosphere, which is my fitness, um, fitness lifestyle brand. And so I've just kind of had like, you know, I, I got to a happy place really in this last year, two years over, I'd say the last two years and everything's going great. Everything's in, it's a nice established brand. We have a product line. We just, everything's going great. We're expanding into teas, et cetera. But so I think that gave me a chance to kind of, um, um, I think it was actually, I just had opened up, I had a second studio at the Ritz, the Carl, the Ritz Carlton in Toronto. We had a pop-up studio there. So I was there and I was, um, uh, uh, Ed, Edge actually, he had told me about this agent. He said, why don't you just meet with him? Because he has an agent that he's working with and he's on that show Haven. And he's, I mean, he's, been, he's great. So he's 
a great actor and things took off really. I mean, he was on there as a guest and now he's like a permanent fixture on that show. So um, he goes, yeah, just, you know, give him a call and then maybe it's something you want to do. And I was like, yeah. So I was at, I had, a, I had a meeting. I had just opened up my, that second studio and I met with uh, Daniel. He's my agent. And we sat down and he goes, would you be interested? You know, what do you think? And I said, well, yes, I'm definitely interested. I said, uh, you know, I think now that like, feel like my business is at a point where I can kind of step away from it a little bit. My son at that point, I'm going to stay. He was about, eight months or something that I didn't feel like like I could sort of come out of baby bubble a little bit. And I was like, yeah, I think I'm ready to, you know, explore that option. And he goes, okay, well, let's, let's chat some more. And then we shook hands. We said, let's do this. Okay. And then two months, two weeks later, he goes, wow, I just got this great thing. It just landed on my desk. Um, he goes, uh, it's an action flick. It started Danny Glover. I'm like, Danny Glover. And he's like, calm down. <laughs> Are you serious? And he goes, it's got Dominic Purcell. I'm like, from prison break. He's like, yeah, calm down. Calm down. Um, <laughs> it's got Stephen Lang. I'm like, it's the guy from Avatar. The guy's the bad guy. Yeah, that guy. And um, <laughs> like, and the best part is like, it's filming right here in Toronto. Uh, and they only need you for like two months. I'm like, um, yeah, let's definitely pursue this. So it was just like, I felt like the universe was going, yeah, this is the right time. This was the right project. I mean, honestly, I could, I mean, could I ask for a better project? I literally had Max in the trailer with me at times. I drove from my home. I didn't have to leave. I didn't have to go and live in LA or anything crazy like that. A, a stellar cast. And it was an amazing experience. The fight scenes, like what I loved about the, my last film and, and what I loved about this film was like just meeting up with the chore, like the choreographer. And it's just like, he's the guy who's going to put my fight scenes together. And he's like, okay what do you know? Cause you do some cool stuff. I'm like, Oh, well, and here I am in like, you know, match mode again. I'm laying out a match and I'm like, Oh, we could do this thing. And then he was giving me his styles like to preserve styles. And I was bringing in my, some wrestling stuff, but not looking to wrestling. And it was just awesome to collaborate with someone like that, a different mind. And I'm just intrigued by new styles and different fight styles and things like that. So that was awesome. And working with these veteran actors was just like, again, just like my fitness, I mean, sorry, my fitness, my wrestling career, you know, I, I couldn't have done it. I couldn't have done that. I mean, they gave me so much confidence, so much support. Um, and then just, you know, pulling me aside, giving me a little, you know, heads up about this. And I had the same thing there. I had, I had the Dudley boys. I had Fit Finley, of course. I had The Rock. I had all these guys who were just taking care of me as a character out there and pulling me aside, giving me these little, you know, here's a little tip for tonight. And hey, you know what? Why don't you tweak that little thing there? And and so I got that same treatment on, on the set and it really made a huge difference and, you know, spiked my confidence. And, and I feel, I mean, watching back the movie, I was like, oh, that was really good, actually, wasn't it? Because <laughs> 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 so, you never know, right? You will go back, I'm like, I don't know. I guess it was good. I have nothing to gauge it on. And I'm really pleased. Like the movie is, first of all, the movie is so kick-ass. It's just awesome. The fight scenes are fantastic. And it's like, it's like your, your old school, like, like Lethal Weapon-esque kind of movie where it kind of is like a shout out to the old, um, those kind of action flicks, you know, and it's just, it's nice. a great movie. So I'm super excited about it. It's coming out in June. So uh, we'll give you an update <laughs> when it comes out then. That sounds amazing. Did, did it, did it um, kind of make you, uh, give, give you a little bit of an itch for wrestling or did that kind of scratch any itch you might've had when you got to like lay out fight scenes and, you know, kind of get right back in the mind, in the mindset. You nailed it exactly. You'd think it would be like, oh, don't you want to get back into fighting? I'm like, no, now I'm good. I'm satisfied again. I've got yeah, the, you're good. It's a scratch. Yeah. And that just kept happening to me. Like every time like, I say, don't you miss wrestling? I'm like, listen, I retired in 2006. Uh, in 2008, I filmed a travel show that I produced for um, uh, Discovery. And I went out and I went to 10 different places around the world, like Thailand, India, Iceland, Norway, Fiji. 
And I learned the indigenous fighting art in these different places. And so the show, the premise of the show was basically me exploring the history and the arts of this, of, or sorry, the history and the cultures of these cities with, with the people that were uh, indigenous to there. And then they would uh, show me the fight, fighting arts. And then I didn't have an exhibition match. I mean, I was like, okay, good. It scratched once again. Um, <laughs> and then it was like, went away a little bit. Then I, I think I just went and the next thing I did was um, I went back to that surprise uh, main event with John Cena as his partner. Mm-hmm. So that was, you know, two, so like there's really been all these little like, you know, then it was next was the tough enough and then there was the smoky thing. So I've had some good chances to go back and it, it, sure, maybe if I didn't have those opportunities, I was like, man, I really got to miss it. I got to get back in there. But I've had these great little opportunities. I've got to go back and get a little taste of it and go back about my ways. That's, that's fantastic. So now, you know, next mm-hmm. time you just, just make a movie, you know, yeah, that exactly. just, just, just make it, yeah, just make a huge action film. Yeah. Just you don't next- have to really hurt yourself and you don't have to drive a lot. It's cool. <laughs> exactly. So next time you're like, man, I could really kind of go for getting in there again. I just, just call Michael Bay. And be yeah. Like, okay. I'll give, him- yeah. I'll give him a call. Yeah, <laughs> I'll tweet at him. <laughs> well, we want to thank you so much for taking some time to talk to us. And this, this has just been absolutely incredible. Like I, I hope I've managed to contain my massive, internal fangirling to, to <laughs> at least a minute of No, you haven't. I really haven't, but <laughs> screw it. This, I'm talking to Trish freaking Stratus. I mean, come on. <laughs> if there's ever been a time to fangirl, I think it's now. Yeah, oh, that's awesome. So. Listen, your energy is awesome. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. And honestly, like, it's great to meet both your acquaintances and I appreciate you guys having me on and it's fun, honestly, like just to like, you know, just shoot the shit about wrestling once again, just like the loss. So that's what it was. And it was a lot of fun. So thanks. It didn't feel like an interview. It's just really like talking wrestling, which is cool. That's, so thanks, guys. That is That has been like my goal from my very first show is I don't, yeah. I want to have conversations. I don't want to have yeah. interviews. So yeah, it totally it's, it's was. nice like, when I, I, I got, succeed. I'm, I'm like sitting back in my seat. I got a tea. I'm drinking. I got my feet up. Usually I sit in my interview mode. I'm like sitting upright. I'm like interview voices on. <laughs> it's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so which also means for our listeners i may have babbled a lot i'm sorry and uh, my husband usually when he listens after he goes oh my god do you ever take a breath i'm like i know i just get excited when i talk about wrestling and i just talk and talk and talk and talk he goes, and talk and talk so anyway sorry about that guys <laughs> i hope you enjoyed that, no this is this has been fantastic but i i do have one final question for you it yeah. is it is very very important it is very very serious as okay. as a fellow Torontonian, I have to know. Are the Jays taking it all this year? Absolutely. All right. Yep. There we, we called go. it here. I, we have called <laughs> it. We are. We are. The Mets this time. I, I don't know. I, we, we went to the, the game last year. They couldn't beat the Mets. I don't think they're going to do it this year either. The, oh, hey, wow. hey, third yeah. Mike. Pipe down, third Mike. The Canadians are talking. Just like, let us have a moment, just for a moment, if you don't mind. Yes. <laughs> Well, we um, we know what it's like to have gone the last like twenty odd oh, years without even making the playoffs. Let us enjoy yeah. this, or I will kick you off the show. And Trish will be my new co-host. There you go. Okay, fair enough. So and we'll me. have Joe Carter on just so that he can like um, he's yes. a good friend of mine, and the poor guy is just like, oh my so god, funny. can I His be moments can I forever preserved? <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, we do have one more thing as far as our Phil Singer Games fans are concerned. I think there is one other announcement that you might have for everybody, right, Trish? I think there is. I was wondering where that was going. I was wondering if you asked me about that or if if I should tell you guys about that. 
Um, yeah. It's kind of a huge deal, actually. Um, do you want to set it up? Uh, sure. As as all of our <laughs> listeners know, <laughs> Todd's like, of course she's going to keep talking. <laughs> as all of our listeners know, we've been uh, previewing every Monday night um, cards from our big spring fever trio of sets which of course is the second set for cauliflower alley club reunion um evolve in 80s wrestling mania well um the last card that we will be announcing for the cauliflower alley set is the 2016 recipient of the iron mike award getting her first card for Philsinger games the lovely miss trish stratus Yay! We'll now have satisfaction in the game. Yay! <laughs> and um, I don't know if you guys have seen the artwork yet. Yes. Yep, I have the card oh right in front of me. Oh my god! So, yeah. It is incredible. I am so excited. First of all, that is like this picture is like I don't know. It's one of like just you have those moments that you just I remember the moment. I remember the time I was on the ramp. I was just holding my belt. I was like had this kickassery in my eyes. And um, I ha- all I had was sort of a low res image, and we kind of sent it to the artist and hoped for the best. Like, I know it's kind of low res, hopefully you can work with it. And it's like, oh, my God, like, the artwork is fantastic. I want him to, like, come and airbrush my whole room, <laughs> which would be a terrible idea because I would look like such a jerk. But I'll do it to my son's room, and it'll be okay. Um, can you imagine? That's my mom. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. Oh, I I'm sure Warner would love to come and paint, paint, paint a mirror up there. No problem. <laughs> yeah. He is, what, what's his name? Werner Meeks. Oh, uh, Werner Meeks. Okay, let's just give him the. Can we do a round of applause, please? Do, you, do we have that in like. <laughs> we do not. We will clap ourselves. There, we did it. The three of us did it. This yeah. guy is incredible. I heard he's yes. homegrown. I heard that he started the company a long time ago and just kind of, you know, came came up. And that's cool because I know how that is to start in a company and work your way up. And I mean, he's just, I mean, big kudos to him. I am. I just want him to know personally, I am 100% stratified with this artwork. He's fantastic. I need to get his number to talk to him about some other projects later. That's a side note. Um, and here's my number, 416. No, <laughs> no um, he's incredible. The, the artwork's fantastic. I'm so excited for it to be revealed, which it will be revealed soon. So I think we can watch the website, and I know churchstratus.com will be previewing it as well, or perhaps social media, we, wherever we decide to let you guys see it. Um, keep checking the sites, and um, yeah, you're, tell us that you're stratified. Yeah, it's it's amazing. Cool. Our Werner is the best. He is, he is quite simply just the best. He's yeah, yeah. His his work is just unmatched. He's fantastic, and uh, you guys are going to love this card. <laughs> it's yeah, it's and, gonna uh, be amazing. And I think another great thing is uh, you know last year in the Cauliflower Alley set we had both uh, your trainer Ron Hutchinson was in the card, mm-hmm. so now you can team up with him. Uh, oh, or cool. you could also team up with fellow yoga master uh, Diamond Dallas Page, who was also in last year's set. So Ooh, lots like of great possibilities. Yes. Or yes. my fellow um, uh, Tough Enough cohort was uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yes? No. Uh, yeah. Well, we don't have Stone Cold in, in, in okay. the card yet. No, he's yeah. not in the game. I'm sorry. I figured maybe everybody who was <laughs> in the game. Sorry. I just killed that one. Okay. That's great. Okay. If he's listening, we'd. You know, Steve, if you're listening, I'm gonna call, let me call Steve. I'll be right back, <laughs> and let's get okay. Joe Carter in there while we're at it. <laughs> but what what we what I can say is, if you need a real good bitch manager, I have a manager uh-huh. card in the game. 
do you? I do. Okay, Wiggy. Yes. I'll have to watch you in action, of course, and so, uh, uh, and uh, get your resume submitted to me, and I'll watch some tape on you and and play a little bit with you, right? And then uh, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> I am. That is. That, if anybody cares, that's what I'm personally going to be doing. <laughs> when I get the cards, I'm going to be your manager for the forever. So uh, that's, <laughs> that's good. I'm, I'm very excited for that. Yeah. <laughs> But again, like, thank you. This is this has just been the most fun ever. And uh, we already mentioned your website, of course, tristratus.com. And uh, where can everybody uh, follow you and keep up to date? Uh, I know you're you're pretty active on social media. Yeah, I do. I try to keep on there. I've, I've been yeah, I've been pretty active. Um, I just got back to Instagramming. Um, I, I was going through this phase. I was like, oh. They don't want to see about Max and food. That's all I do. That's my whole life right now. And like, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna tweet about a business meeting or Instagram a business meeting. I mean, boring. But then I was like, well, you know what? This is what I'm eating. So check it out. And this is Max. He's super cute. And look at his crazy hair. How about that? And so um, it's been fun to go back to that actually. <laughs> but um, no, I, I do keep pretty active on there. And um, yeah, we'll probably, you know, keep an eye on Trish. Well, Trish Redis com C O N at the end. And keep an eye on that because I think we'll be revealing the image um, soon, soon, put it that way, soon after this podcast. So um, keep an eye on that and uh, you can uh, be satisfied, basically, is what can happen. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely. Well, we have we have been extremely satisfied by this interview, by you taking so much time out of your evening to chat with us. This has just wow. Yeah, that's that's pretty much all I've got at this point as well. I, wow, yeah, that yeah. Wow. mic drop. <laughs> exactly. Well, I need your agent you to be here to tell me to calm down. <laughs> well, thank you guys. This has been great. I appreciate it, and I'm excited that we got to make that announcement. And uh, everybody, look forward to that reveal. Yes, that should be coming up very, very soon. And uh, guys, we're going to take a quick break. We will be back with Tom to uh, to go over some gaming news, some more release news. We'll probably have a few more spoilers to torture you guys with because, you know, that's what we do. 